0: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Michelle Show again. Um, here today we have a couple of guests. Avery. Hey. How are you doing? You're doing great. How are you? So happy to have you. Thanks, Porter.
1: Never better. How are mm-hmm.
0: you? You know, just so excited to have my beautiful favorite married couple here with me today.
1: You keep saying that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to be married or what?
1: No, I just don't know if we're your favorite.
2: Or how many married people you know at all. (laughs) (laughs) That's really what it
1: is. (laughs) You're right. I
0: don't have any friends. Oh, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Well, you guys, so I chose them to be here today um, because actually Avery is one of my best friends. Actually, my longest. Yeah, we go way back. Yeah. You know how many years?
2: No, since my sophomore year. I think it's eight. Is it eight years? Yeah. Because Mm -hmm. I like to count how long our friendship has been. Yeah, probably going
0: on eight yeah yeah well you guys so uh yeah we've been friends for
2: eight years and um, she got married about how long ago oh not not yet a year and a half so last august
1: it's getting pretty close though yeah,
2: yeah. almost hitting that year mark yeah
0: tell me about it how do you feel to be a married woman um,
2: I don't know. It's always something that I looked forward to doing, so <laughs> it felt, like, really natural. It feels weird sometimes that I, like, have an other half now, mm-hmm. but I love it. Like, I, I'm i super clingy, so it's like <laughs> I never have to do anything on my own now, so it's it's the best thing. <laughs> the best thing.
1: It's funny, because she didn't know she was clingy until she actually got with me. So that's yeah. true.
2: <laughs> <laughs> She's like a little koala bear.
0: Nah, yeah,
1: it's just it magnetism. That's really what it oh, was. Oh, yeah. Well,
0: Science,
1: chemistry (laughs) at its finest.
0: (laughs) So uh, I wanted to bring him on here because I want this episode to uh, be all about marriage. Anybody that has been married and divorced, anybody that is currently married, anybody that's single and wants to be married, anybody that is single and doesn't want to be married. Like you should just all get to hear the wise words from Avery and Porter today. With that being said, um... Uh, I want you guys to tell everybody how old you both are and when you thought you were going
2: to be married and yeah, go on. Okay, so I am 23, and Porter sometimes forgets his age, but he's about to turn 27, nice. not 28.
1: <laughs> am I 26 already? 26.
2: Oh, he's like, I'm not 18.
1: Th- I swear, I th- in this moment, I thought I was turning 26. I'm all <laughs> <up>. <laughs> I'm, I'm turning 27. Okay, all right.
2: Yeah. <clears> um, <throat> I don't know. My mom got married in high school. So when I was young, I always thought that, like, that's just what I was going to do. Like, I'd get married fresh out of high school. But then as I got older, I w- that's the last thing I wanted. And I was like, I'm going to put it off as long as I can. 26 is the answer. And then 21 rolled around and started dating Porter. And I was a goner. So, <laughs> Dang,
0: he trapped your ass real <laughs> quick. You want to talk about trapping her ass a little bit? <laughs> what, what went into that? I want you to tell me about the first time you ever looked at Avery and what were your thoughts? Honestly, your genuine thoughts.
1: Okay. Um, the first time I remember seeing Avery, uh, was actually at, at a church function we were having. Um, <laughs> they're Mormon. We're we're Mormon. <laughs> we're, we're <laughs> bo- yeah. We, we both belong to the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And that's a mouthful. to the church But, um, of Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, it's it. It was kind of. It, it was Godsend the way it worked out. Um, both of us kind of walked away from the lifestyle for a while, and then we came back, and it just so happened that at that exact moment when we both decided to go to a church function, we found each other and and we met. Um. I was participating a little bit more in the church function when we met, so she probably thought I was some nerdy kid, some but I was, weirdo. Trying, yeah, some weirdo, but some gender I was, weirdo. <laughs> I was trying to get in, um, get into it as much as possible when I met her and I realized that she was one of the, what I thought cool kids in the, in the, in the background. <laughs>
2: I can tell you she wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, that's that she was, I was just too cool. I wasn't part yeah. yeah. <laughs> of so Yeah, so
1: so mid mid activity I decided to switch gears and go into cool girl cool cool girl porter and uh <laughs> I um yeah, I I I saw her and started to realize that she was hanging out with a bunch of her friends and working in a group like that's kind of my, my forte. So
2: Was I there? Uh no, I think it no, was just me Becca and Becca was there, yeah. Hayden Jones.
1: Oh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, there was a couple other girls too, but I don't I don't I never met them again, I don't think. So they were probably just there. Just extras. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and truly that's that's how I felt about it too, is when I when I went to the group, like I, I honed in on Avery specifically. I do remember Why? that. Why?
0: <clears throat> what qualities of hers just struck you as she could be the one?
1: Um it so it wasn't <coughs> it wasn't exactly love at first sight. And, and I think that that's something that makes it even more special. You know, it, it, uh, sounds goofy, kind of naive and, and cliche when you call it love at first sight. <laughs> In fact, we had to work really hard at it. And I think that's what makes it even stronger now is that it wasn't just something that we fell into, um, marriage. <laughs> marriage. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, when I, when I, when I saw her, I realized that I just wanted to get to know her, um, and, That evening, I tried to make sure that I got her name right so I could Facebook stalk her. (laughs) I sent her a Facebook request that evening, I think. And I love
0: how you didn't slide into her Instagram DMs. You requested to follow her on Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) That just shows you how much of an old man I am. Yeah, generational
1: (laughs) gap. Those three years really (laughs) shift things. I feel like it it
0: wasn't the same for you, Avery. Like It sounds all lovey-dovey from his point of view, which is... Kind of sweet, but I know that that is not <laughs> how you felt when you met him. Um, why don't you tell us about what was going through your whole <laughs> head while you were, you know, interacting with him?
2: Yeah. Well, initially, I did think he was really cool. Um, I wasn't looking for anything at the time, so when I met him, I was I was struck by his confidence, and I had noticed him at church before, so I think I was I was like honored and like kind of. Crushing fangirling almost because I had seen him so many times at church and he had come up and I was like oh he's super cute, Mm -hmm. but I had some loose ends other places that I was looking to tie up and not looking to really get involved with anyone, um so I wasn't super interested and (laughs) we went out on a date a few months after we met, and. The whole time I was telling him I didn't want a boyfriend, like that's not what I want. And he told me you do want a boyfriend, like oh. you're just scared. That's bullshit. Like he, <laughs> <didn't>, <laughs> he thought, you want me he here. Was, he was coming on so strong, and I was I was a little turned off by it because it was so intense. And so um, little
1: did she know that that's the conversation that would have been wrapped around her head for the next month and a half. And that's
2: yeah. exactly what happened. Um, he asked me to hang out again and I made up some excuse and then never texted him again. So I ghosted him a little bit. Wow. Um, (laughs) So for those of you out there getting
0: ghosted, just know they could be the one. They could come back around. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Uh, Then we finally, we reconnected at church after I had thought about him for, I mean, on and off for months. Like I was sitting at my 21st birthday in the middle of a a gay drag bar, like just <laughs> <laughs> thinking about what would Porter think of me in this situation? <laughs> I wonder what he's doing. So uh, I went to church, found him in church, and we started hanging out again. Um, like you said, we did have to work really hard at it. It didn't come naturally. I had so many walls up, and I was not – I really wasn't ready. I was right that I wasn't looking for a boyfriend. Um, Yeah, but eventually – I don't know. I could just tell that he was so earnest and persistent and patient and I couldn't stop thinking about him and I loved being around him. And so she makes, she
1: makes it sound like I was doing all the work. To be honest, I was stuck too. So I, w- <laughs> I wasn't about to go anywhere else. Yeah. So it, it just, I didn't see anywhere else except forward with her. So yeah.
0: how yeah. do you guys think that people just, cause I've always thought about, okay, everyone wants to get married eventually. Right. Mostly, you know, some people just want to, like, die alone. But (laughs) (laughs) for the ones that don't, um, you get to a point where, okay, you get in a relationship, right, after a certain age, you're like, well, it's probably going to end either with us getting married or we're breaking up. When do you feel like people – when do you feel like you know that, like, yeah, I could – Stand you for the next sixty years of my life, <laughs> like assuming you die at like
1: ninety, I, and so we we still don't know. That's <laughs> <the issue. laughs> hey,
0: I could divorce you at any time. <laughs> no, no, no.
1: <laughs> but but there is kind of a faith factor. I think I don't think you actually know. Like even when I got down on one knee, I, I didn't know. <laughs> that's like,
2: true. Oh, but, seriously. <laughs> I, I mean, that's
1: that's just how it works. It's really it's really strange, actually. So, um, and I th- and I think a lot of people that. They get down on one knee i think they're not and and try to describe it i don't think they're being honest with themselves it's a scary situation the whole thing is you know you're you're finally forced to put all your eggs into one basket and once you dedicate yourself to someone like that it's like i mean anything could happen who knows i mean you hope for the best obviously that you hope that those 60 years you know we do get to deal with each other's asses for as long as possible but um you just don't know you have no idea
0: what is your favorite quality about Avery? Go. Quick and easy.
1: My favorite quality. I, I love that she's not serious about anything. <laughs> no, and, 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 and let me say let me say why. Let me say why though.
0: Um, there's hope for me, y'all. It's because
1: <laughs> I love it because she juxtaposes so well against my need to be serious about it. Literally everything. I take everything to a serious level, so, so
0: it's a good balance. Um,
1: it's a great balance. Like, yeah, yeah, it's a fantastic balance. I and 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 that's a lot of what it is too. Is and that may be a cliche, but it's sh- we really do balance each other out really well. Um, it's not like we're into the same things or talk the same or act the same in front of people or anything like that. It really is that perfect Ben do from the Star Wars. Right in the middle, balance. Yeah. <laughs> right, what a know.
0: nerd bringing Star Wars <laughs> yeah. into my podcast. Yeah, yeah every sorry about one. that. Uh, <laughs> just kidding.
1: Yeah, so this is about to be a Star Wars podcast here, real quick. No so, my
0: Avery, what's your favorite thing
2: about him? My favorite thing about Porter. Yes. It's honestly hard to narrow it down because I just I adore him so much. Um, but I think it would have to be like his level-headed nature just because I feel like I'm so frazzled all the time and like my thoughts are always fragmented and I'm always anxious about something freaking out about some hypothetical situation that will never happen but he's always he's always fine like anything that I bring to him he's chill he can handle it and so that gives me a greater confidence so I'm super grateful For that quality in you, Porter. You just, wow.
0: (laughs) Me. (laughs) I love that. Both of you guys answered very wisely. I don't know how to say that better, but to know that somebody can be level headed with you for you and that they can, you know, take things not as serious as they need to be like I would have expected more like I don't know less meaningful answers from you know what I mean like I feel like people when you like, oh what's your I just love how they make me laugh which honestly <laughs> that's not a bad answer no now. that's important too and but I love that no, I, I mean just <laughs> love how you guys answered like it's very I don't know. Yeah. You
2: know what I mean? That's in, You can tell it's not superficial. Yeah, and I think that's that that's a big thing that I noticed, like transitioning from courtship and dating into marriage is like. <laughs> <laughs> she just, just said court- courtship. <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> we're kind of old school, sorry. <laughs> I can tell. Um,
2: <laughs> yeah, but just, just the idea that, you know, it's not just like we're not crushing on each other anymore, which we still are. I still, oh my gosh, I have the biggest crush on him. But. Like, he's, wow. he's 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 still a boyfriend, but he's less a boyfriend and more like a partner. So we have a deeper respect for each other, I think, than it is an infatuation. And so I think that's kind of the difference at From this point. Yeah. Although
1: she has a rocking body. <laughs>
2: do there. you guys have sex every day? <laughs> no, not every day. <laughs> not
1: not no. no, not every day. How often we tried do you guys that
2: once and <laughs> it was a lot.
1: Uh, we probably do it. Oh, my gosh.
2: Uh, (laughs) I should have briefed you on what to not briefed.
1: (laughs) Yeah, this is going to be rough. So uh, we we probably two to three, two to three, two, four.
2: Two to four
1: times a week? Two to four times a week. Depends on the week, honestly. Really? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Do you think that you'll want to keep your sex life up when you're like 50 or 60? Or do you think that at all? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we, I, mean, I, I can just see Avery part. getting kinky throughout really the years.
1: Like
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, I can verify I'm in the bedroom as well. Oh my God. And from what oh I hear, gosh. you guys are in the process of baby
2: making, if I'm right. I mean, we're trying, we're practicing. Uh, <laughs> I
1: <I'm laughs> can, can
2: confirm <laughs> at this time oh. we are not pregnant.
1: So, yeah, so Everybody hold your horses. This <laughs> is the Everyone announcement, can be huh? like,
0: I'm practicing to make a child. Yeah, you know?
1: exactly. I love Ooh. that. Sounds more wholesome. that way.
2: How <laughs> many kids do you want? Porter has cut me off at two. Two? Um, two, that's, that's all she gives. Yeah, but then every time I see children out in the wild, I'm like, Ooh, maybe one. <laughs> like, maybe. <laughs> I don't sure know. That. Maybe we'll just be, uh, you know, no kids. No kids. <laughs> just kidding. No, we definitely want a family. Um, you can adopt me we could yeah okay. i don't know if i'll ever get married we
1: so. got a spare room you're gonna so. get married
2: <laughs> if you want to get married you'll get married <laughs> who's wanting to trap me out there hmm. oh i saw a question there online oh, so <laughs> yeah. we're gonna have some suitors pretty soon
0: <laughs> uh, what do you guys feel like <clears throat> was the biggest challenge when you first got married what did you guys argue? did you if you argued about mm-hmm. anything what did you argue about and how did you overcome it
1: we had a lot of, um, like, ideological and philosophical differences. Stuff that, you know, was kind of ingrained in us since we were kids. You know, just the way that we acted and stuff. And, um, But I feel like that's just normal, getting married stuff. I mean, you're two different people trying to form one kind of mental, you know what I mean? And uh, so I think that's what we worked on a lot. And we've we've gotten, we've definitely gotten a much better more secure place since we started so so
0: porter i know that you know that (laughs) um before marrying avery and the avery that i've known for most of all time um was a very liberal person was very out there even though her herself was very in a shell her opinions were very out there you know like Anything that would have been liberal, she was. <laughs> and we actually just had a conversation recently about how she just finds herself being like way more conservative. And, you know, I mean, anything from any hot topic. I don't know. The gays, oh abortion, my gosh. literally anything. Just very different, very different thoughts, right? Why do you think that? It's changed so much. Does it have to do with your marriage? Does it have to do with yourself? Do We put a little bit of Jesus in there. Like, why do you think that's a positive impact in your relationship and why? And people watching that might be dating that have very different opinions on very different things. Do you think that there's a happy place where people can make it work? Or do you think that there's a point where you just fucked and it's like, you just too much argument? where you just got to go your separate ways. What do you think?
2: Yeah, I mean, it definitely depends on how like converted you are to your own belief system. So if you have really adopted those values and they are your core values in you know, your social, your political, whatever belief system you have, um, then it might be hard to make it work if you're both super dedicated to what you believe in and its complete opposites, just because eventually you'll come to a point where there's an issue that you won't compromise on and you shouldn't have to, um, if that's part of your core belief and you truly think that that's right, you shouldn't have to compromise that belief. Um, me, when we started dating, I, I was experimenting with a lot of different thought systems and I was trying to figure out as you do in your early twenties, like where I stand in the world, um, what I think about things that are happening around me. And, uh, up until that point, the most important voices around me were my friends and what I was consuming on social media and stuff. So I did find myself drawn to more liberal ideas, which were great. Um, but it came from a place of like empathy and like desire to treat people with kindness. And I still have those same core values, but, um, thankfully I'm a very open-minded person. Um, And as Porter and I started to date, and I realized he was a little more right-leaning than (laughs) I was. um, Them guns. (laughs) I was able to (laughs) consider different opinions. um, Initially looking for places that we could compromise, but then um, realizing, because we did come from similar backgrounds, um, just as far as religion goes, I did have the same core values as him. So... um, just kind of reevaluating myself and where I stood in terms of, you know, Jesus and social politics, all that stuff. I realized, um, I don't know, I'm rambling. Um, I realized that I wasn't being true to myself when I was adopting all these other ideas. Like I reverted back to how I was originally because that's who I felt was my truest self. And it wasn't, experimentation and thought any longer it was coming back to who I was as a person. So I feel like it was always there and thankfully I had someone who was patient and helped support me as I came to those realizations because I feel like that's a huge worry as people with different ideas start dating each other is that they're just adopting the other person's ideas because they like them so much. And yeah. that was something that crossed my mind a lot when we were dating. I was worried that I was giving up these ideas to appease my partner rather than, like, become a better version of myself. But he never put any pressure on me. Um, he was just there waiting for me to figure out whatever I needed to figure out so that we could tackle where our relationship stood after that. Yeah, And thankfully, we did end up being on the same page about a lot of stuff. Um, we still kind of find some issues where it's not completely gelled yet, but we work through that as they come up, and we're fine.
1: I think we've kind of just rotated our thinking processes into, um, you because know, everyone has hierarchies of value, basically, right? Like yeah. We have these ideals that we want to place at the tippy top of whatever that hierarchy is, then everything else falls before it. And I don't think Avery's hierarchy was was wrong, per se. It was just uh, disheveled. So she, instead of putting certain things above others, she kind of re-rotated things out and put them in into a proper place so that, whatever she found most important that may have been near the bottom now rotated to the top. And, uh, and, and I think that's super important because, um, I definitely knew that about her. I I could see the, the love and passion that she had for other people. And, and, um, and I feel those thing those same things I really do. Um, so it was just kind of refocusing the energy into, um, instead of just, how do i say this instead of just validating everyone for as as they come or anything like that it's like actually helping people and loving people um and 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 validating them in a different way rather than supporting them in destructive ways if that if that makes any sense
2: yeah
0: that makes sense do you guys feel because obviously as you grow older you evolve your thoughts change you know you think that if at some point you were to completely like change ideals or like just were to decide that you wanna live a different life, would you be open minded to whatever she had in mind, or would you try to revert to your original plan per se? Mm,
1: well, I that's what's that's what's weird is like we're not really against each other anymore. We're we're growing together. Mm-hmm. So, um and that's, that's an active pursuit. It's not, it's not like we're just consuming different things and trying to like, you know, hopefully it just fits when we come home at the end of the day. No, at the end of the day, we are sitting down together and constantly talking and communicating and sharing things with each other. And, and I think that strengthens us together. So, I mean, if there was some sort of radical change, it would be completely out of the blue. Mm-hmm. Um, because we definitely we try to, you know, stand off of each other and, and communicate constantly. So.
0: It's good to hear. Yeah. <laughs> no bash it crazy things going around.
1: No, trying to dodge that. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: no, I like to hear that. That's so beautiful to see how in sync you guys are, especially the age that you are, you know, being 23, being 26, 27. Like, most people your age right now are, like, clueless. <laughs> Me. <laughs> so it's good to hear that there's hope out there mm-hmm. and for the people that think that they might end up married one day, you know? It, there's no right
2: time. It could be any exactly, right? yeah. time, Exactly, yeah. Timetables are just... Weenies. Don't hold yourself to anyone else's timetable or even your own. Like, you honestly, you have no idea what's going to come around the corner. So just be open-minded and, and open and to yeah. people and experiences and relationships.
1: And put yourself in good situations. Like, mm-hmm. if, if, if you're looking for a very specific type of person, then go to places where those types of people will be. Because it wasn't until we both decided to go back to church where we felt most comfortable that we found each other, and that's what makes it so cool is is we both have lived lives. You know, we have different experiences, but we came back to home base, and you know we found it, and it was nice. That's how that's that's how it works. I just go to church, kids. You know? <laughs> <laughs> go ch- go get, get some Jesus church. in you. Yeah. <laughs> you know,
0: Mormonism, Catholics.
1: What whatever, whatever your Christian Muslims. sect is, just run. All the things. Yeah, all the um, things too. That's
0: fine. Too. For those of you that are shopping for females, you know, I'm always. Shopping for Yeah. Females. I always call it shopping, you know? Like I always talk about if I ever went to a baseball game, I would go shopping um, for men. <laughs> With that being said, um, to end things off, talking about marriage and
2: love. What is your favorite quality about me? My favorite quality about Michelle? Um, honestly, something that you displayed from the very beginning of our friendship. The first thing you ever asked me was, what's the craziest thing you've ever done? (laughs) And at the time, (laughs) I was 15 and like, had never done anything. So (laughs) I probably made something stupid up. But I just love that you are so unafraid to ask tough questions. And unafraid to get personal with people, and I think that goes both ways. Like as you invite people to have these weird me conversations, right. don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but as as you have like opened your heart to people and experiences around you. Um, you know i'm super guarded and i felt a strong connection with you like that very first day of track as soon as you walked up to me and asked me some weird question that caught me off guard (laughs) i was like okay i guess we're best friends now and like it's just carried on that way you've always you've always just gone right for it and i love that that was the most beautiful thing anyone's ever (laughs) told me i love you
1: i love you michelle's a confidence booster that's (laughs) the thing is she's like you're cheer you're all your constant cheerleader oh, you know yeah. what i mean like i've never seen michelle try and tear nobody down she's
0: no just the fake people
1: yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> i love everyone and i'm so happy that you guys could be here and you know i just i hope that this is an inspiration to everyone that marriage is cool and you could be completely different people you could literally start off with like Not wanting to be in the same room as the other person and end up married. Like anything is up for grabs. It's insane. Um, Thanks for for being here.
2: Thanks for having
0: us. You're welcome. You guys, don't forget to stay tuned to the Michelle show. You never know who's going to come up.